Okay, we are back and have a little update. Today we're just going to be talking about a couple things. We'll finish talking about what happened to Julius and then I want to talk about the UN, the United Nations. <laughs> okay, so Julius, he had on the 1st of November a clemency hearing again. So the first one that he had was, like I said in the, my last episode a couple months ago, and he, the parole board voted three to one for him to be in a, to like be a free man and live his life again, and they did that again. So now it is up to government Governor Stitt to do the same. And by the way, he elected these board of people, <laughs> like the parole board. He elected them, or no, they didn't, they weren't an elected official. He put them in that position of power. Stint did. And Stint has yet to do anything, and the death date is still November 18th. So hopefully soon he does something, or else uh, it's not going to be a good outcome, let's just say that, uh, from my point of view. I don't see it being a good outcome, because everyone and their mother said that he should be innocent, and... <laughs> The governor of Oklahoma is just holding it in front of everyone's face. Look what I can do. Just showing what he can do with his power. So, by the way, the same... And in no way is this the same... Mine and his the same story. But the same way that um, a, a board of officials elected three to one that he should be safe or safe... Um, when I got expelled, the school board had a, I want to say it was the DA's assistant or someone, um, recommend a a sentence, and they said he should not be expelled, and that he should just be suspended until the end of the year. They were like, no, this is my power, I can do whatever I want, so then they showed their power. And I hope that the same thing does not happen here, but it looks like that is happening, that people just like to hold their power in front of everyone. Okay, so happy belated Halloween to everyone. Um, I only saw about f seven blackface costumes, so good job, America. <laughs> oh, my God, there's this little, like, five-year-old kid, when is Michael Jordan, the big 23 jersey on the basketball, and his face was painted brown. It's like, don't you think we could have told, seen that he was Michael Jordan? Obviously, you're not black, so don't paint your skin black. And, oh, by the way, only five KKK outfits as well. <laughs> if it sounds like I'm tired, it's because I am tired of this shit. <laughs> but, again, my reality, let's have some fun. Okay. So, I also found out that um, Malcolm X died when he... Or, sorry, he didn't die, he was murdered... Um, when he was trying to bring 35 heads of the African state to the UN and to the Supreme Court of the, the UN, the United Nations, the big-ass Supreme Court that rules over the whole freaking world. He was bringing 35 heads of African states and himself to contention to talk and to see what they can do. And absolutely nothing happened because he was murdered three days before this was supposed to happen. And before he got murdered, he told his family that he's he thinks he's being followed by the CIA. And why that's important is because 
the U.S. claims that Malcolm X was killed by his own people when it was the white man that was following him and he was the white man that was murdered by and even if they weren't that's what he said and we can't not believe him because he had no reason to lie <laughs> like absolutely no reason and his point by saying that was that like his people didn't kill him and so the UN like I said the United Nations is absolutely bleh just as you think the system here in America is messed up the same way the United Nations is messed up over like since the day it began it was just to keep the western world western and keep the third world countries third world countries they have many times they could help haiti remember and oh by the way you're not getting your money back haiti thanks un what what are you there for (laughs) okay so just so you know this is gonna get really touchy so if sexual assault is not what you like to to hear about then this episode is not for you, but um, the UN has, uh, how do I say this in somewhat of a decent way, but about 10,000 children and women fall prey to the United Nations officials every year. And what I mean by that is about 10,000 women. Eh, okay, we'll come back to that. So how does the UN a capitalist organization that claims to stand for human rights, equality, justice, peace, and humanitarianism, assist, happen to commit mass rapes, killings, and the toppling of governments. The United Nations aims to maintain international peace and security, develop friendly relations among nations, and achieve international cooperation, and to be the center of that and to harmonize all nations together. And it's the world's largest, most familiar international organization. Pretty much every country and every person in that con- in, em- in any country knows what the UN is. So the crimes done by the UN are the definition of hypocrisy. They say that they are just like police in America, pr- protect and serve on the side, but yet they kill certain types of people. Um, that's exactly what the UN, they, the UN was pretty much made to fulfill their sexual needs and killings that many Western and allied citizens joined the UN and the Peace Corps for. After they deploy to international crisis zones caused by the very same Western worlds trying to help them, the officials waste no time and take advantage of them. So we bomb Afghanistan and then the UN sends in mercenaries, those same mercenaries aren't actually there to help people. They're there to absolutely make sure that they did the job right. And if they didn't, they're there to make sure that the job is done right. Just like in Somalia, the mercenaries in Somalia just make hotels and pools and all of this and all the money that they say goes to the local people. None of it goes to the local people. It all goes to those white people or as they like to call or as the Mexicans, as the Latinos like to call it them, the gringos. I love that. We'll just call them gringos for this episode, okay? It sounds better than white people. Um, Okay, so, like I said, they waste no time and take advantage. Um, For instance, there were starving kids as young as nine that that were told to give oral sex for food. So the UN, you know, the mercenaries that they send to places, they distribute food. Well, in certain places, (laughs) you don't get that food unless you give a sexual act to the soldiers. Yeah. 
And no, I'm not making this up. Please, Google, please do your own research. Tell me I'm wrong, because I would absolutely love to say that I am wrong, but I'm not. Okay. In some cases, the soldiers would round up all the women and children from the zones under the pretext that they were security stops. So they'd round up everyone, and if there were some men in there, they'd move them out. Women, they'd keep children, they'd keep at the security stops. They would find their match and accuse them of suspicion and release the rest. So if they see someone they like or want to fuck or rape or have SMD, they accuse them of suspicion and release the rest. And they were either gang raped or fantasy tools so that the soldiers could live out their fantasies. And sadly, yes, there are pictures to go along with some of this. And it... One of the pictures I'll try to describe, and it was about five soldiers around one, one I want to say, 12-year-old. So, the unlucky would get slaughtered. Yes, the unlucky. And they would get slaughtered beyond recognition. Why would they get slaughtered behind recognition? These are supposed to be good people that are helping them, right? Well, many of the UN peacekeepers that go to these places, the danger zones that we like to call them in the Western world, are from rival nations, so that they can take revenge on the most sadistic way that they can think of on these people. So imagine the Minnesota Vikings fans are the ones that go and help out the Green Bay Packers fans. But those Minnesota Vikings fans are, have been thinking their whole entire lives, how can I fuck up the Packers fans' lives? And again, that's taking it to an extreme just to kind of relate to see what's happening. Like to those people, those close people are the ones that are ravaging their own to improve the Western world, to help the Western world, to make sure that our people never go over there and see what they're actually doing. And in, in the Congo, for instance, the UN during their patrols would select kids and bring them back to the base. There they would do the most inhumane things and some would make it out alive, but most don't. And again, the UN, or in specific, the, U, the United States of America... The United Kingdom, Australia, France, Belgium, and Germany, and many others are guilty of raping men, women, and children. For Again, in Syria and Iraq, more than 60,000 rapes against civilians while taking their resources. So we take the men, we tell them to go work over there, and then while the men are over there working for us, we take their children. And again, this is not like a far out thing. This didn't happen 20 years ago. This is happening now. This didn't happen 50 years ago. Well, okay, it did happen 50 years ago. It did happen 20 years ago, and it is still happening now. So, another thing that will that is completely, absolutely fucked is one of uh, some private contractors, in specific the DIN Corp, the DYN Corp, are infamous for prostitution and forced prostitution in Bosnia and Kosovo. And they, and they work hand-in-hand hand with the United Nations. Okay, so I saw another picture that was completely in... Ah, oh, I almost threw up when I saw this. But it was U.S. soldiers tying an Afghan boy, probably nine years old, to a rocket. And letting it go. So this boy died... By the U.S. soldiers' hands, by tying it, or tying him, 
hand in hand, toe to toe, stretched out, and then tying him to the rocket, and then firing off the rocket. U.S. Army. That's us. Giddy up. And again, I'm not saying fuck the army, but I'm saying fuck those soldiers and fuck the United Nations. Okay, prove me wrong. Tell me that I'm not. The pictures that just search Afghan boy tied to rocket. Disgusting. And by the way, they did it because they could. They did it because it was fun for them. And again, like in this news article, they, they tried to compare the U.S. to the Nazis but they couldn't because the Nazis didn't do this. They didn't have this means to do this. They didn't have the resources to do this. Or else I'm pretty sure they would, but... And again, I'm not comparing the U.S. to the Nazis. Not at all. But someone could. Um, in Africa, the place that... that like 88% of the Western world, the Africans built. And that's that's giving... A little bit of leeway to the gringos. Just a little bit. Um, eh, They don't deserve it, though, but I'll give it to them. The only place that doesn't benefit from it is Africa. Every other place benefits from the Middle East and Africa. Don't benefit from it. But, again, most of the people in the Western world don't even know where the Middle East is. And most of the Western world still think that Egypt is is not in Africa. But... I have written down here. It was supposed to be a joke, but I'm not in the joking mood at this point, but I'll still say it. It's it's like the 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 UK would have taken the pyramids if they had the resources to take it, but they didn't. And it's way too big and it wouldn't fit in a museum. <laughs> okay, so Africa was the place that wants to be left alone, but the white man or the gringos that we're calling it this episode say that we're doing it wrong. So... Like I, I keep I keep using Somalia because I'm my ancestors are from Somalia and I'm slowly learning more about Somalia. For instance, that Somalia is starting their own uh, salt mine. Like instead of another Western world coming in, like the UK or Italy, and saying this is how you're supposed to do it, this is how you do it. We are like, no, stop! You can leave. We're keeping our billions of dollars, and all the sand that you see in like all these movies and stuff, if they're not actually on a beach or something, they're from the sand is from Somalia because Somalia is where you get the cheapest sand because we don't care. And we let them take it for money that we don't keep for ourselves. We use it for others, which is again, stupid, but it's what the Western world wants us to think. For instance, like who was it? I want to say it was, um, James Baldwin. He, he said, (laughs) Oh, I missed it. I just had it. Oh, yeah. Um, The white man came to Africa and told us to bow our heads and pray. And while we were bowing our heads and pray, they took all of our resources. (laughs) They're like, pray to our God. And then we bowed our heads and praise, and then they turn around and take take all of our stuff. Okay, so like I said, Africa's doing it wrong. The white man needs to teach us how we're doing it. But it's like, who taught you, white man? Who taught you? Oh, wait, black people were on the earth before any white man? Oh, who would have thought? Okay, so this is... uh, I'll come back to this. I don't want to... This is... Gross ties into a different thing. I'll talk about that later. So Italy, UK, France, Germany. The worst in Somalia. For instance, a while ago, a British consult... Oh, yeah, and by a while ago... This is a very recent article. What I'm telling you is recent, not even five years, okay? 
This is very recent and disgusting. For instance, a while ago, a British consultant was stabbed by a Somalian man, but the, that Somalian man was known for his connection within the UK government. So he wasn't really a Somali. He identified as Somali, but the Somali didn't identify with him because he was a puppet for the UK. And so, again, that man stabbed someone. Who did he stab? He stabbed a UK intelligence officer shortly after the British media and government said that Al-Shabaab was behind it. The, and if you don't know what Al-Shabaab is, it's a terrorist group pretty much like ISIS. And they, they said Al-Shabaab was behind it and they were brainwashing and trading him. So after David Ames, A-M-E-S-S, Ames, let's just go with that, died, um, it was revealed he was the, the British guy that got stabbed by the Somali. Um, it was revealed that the UK had spent 24 million pounds on, a, on Somalia countering terror. But they hadn't made an arrest in over eight years. So where was that money going? If you didn't arrest anyone, if you weren't using it to, for intelligence, then what, what was it being used for? What was the 20 million, 24 million pounds used for? One reason this is big is because Somalia and most of Africa is, is, is starting to keep their resources instead of give them away. We're, we're like, okay, so that didn't work. Let's do something different, which is another crazy thing that the Western world still can't get behind. <laughs> Don't get me started on the elections that just happened. Okay. But, for instance, some, um, oil and salt in Africa and rubies and gems and all of that. And sand. Also, like I said before, we're starting to keep our own sand. Who would have thought? <laughs> so what did the UK do to hire mercenaries to unhinge the peace? They, they hire the mercenaries to go in there, take pictures of um, pretty much any black person that looks like they would belong in Africa with an RPG right away. Like there's a picture of a black man with an RPG pointing at a building. It's like, hmm, how'd you get that picture so perfect? And why is it on the front page? <laughs> Okay, those, none of that is real. It's just propaganda. And, of course, again, I'm not saying that this stuff does not happen. I'm just saying that what we are told from all of these networks is not real. Because, they like, how do you get perfect pictures like that? Like, the camera, there's two angles, too. And it's, no, not real. Okay, sick. <laughs> so they don't, it's, and why, why do they do this? It's because they don't want to pay top dollar for things that they know that they can just get for dirt cheap over here and now we're starting to realize that not okay this isn't what's going to happen fuck the white man that's what africa's on and good and they're finally talking about they they're apologizing like i said in my previous episode they're apologizing to selling selling us and okay so the Somali government actively arrests and tries the UK nations, the UK people who are in Al-Shabaab. The UK is the net exporter of terrorism to Somalia. To prove this, the British men make up almost one-fourth, a quarter of the terror group Al-Shabaab. So a quarter of Al-Shabaab is from the UK, our white men. Just let that sink in. <laughs> They're from the UK. And the rape of Kenyan women by British military over the past 50 years have white children now. 
And for instance, let me let me say something. The Samu, the Samburu and Masai women have filed over 600 rape claims last year against the British Army. They are quoted saying, I didn't know I was carrying a white kid. I didn't know why God is punishing me. I don't understand. Because, again, they don't understand what we realize is rape culture. That is just... I'll say this one more time. I didn't know I was carrying a white kid. I don't know why God is punishing me. I don't understand. And again, these are from the Kenyan women that have been raped over the past 50 years. And if you're wondering why some Africans are lighter than others, and it's because of this. It's because of the British soldiers, the United Nations coming in and helping us, and air quotes, helping us and raping our children and mothers. And it's left everyone shocked and the government knew but didn't want to intervene. Like, for instance, they would put all of these in, um, all of these soldiers would come back and say something and they would be reported. Everything would get reported. But then the higher up it went, the less likely it was for anyone to do anything because they didn't want anything to do with it. So what they do? Came across their desk, throw it in the trash. Came across their desk, throw it in the shedder. Came across the desk, burn it. It never happened. No one's ever going to say anything. In 2000, an NGO called Impact began working with British lawyers, the military officers in British courts. After three years of them investigating into the British soldiers about all these rape cases in the past over 50 years, after three years, the internal investigation of the Royal Military Police cleared all soldiers of any wrongdoing. Like I said, the higher up it goes, the less likely it is for anything to, to be done. Wash your hands. I never saw this. What are you talking about? Ugh. And this is the United Nations. And again, they might be doing some good, but at the same time, for who? For when, how, and where? I would be perfectly fine if the CIA didn't kill Malcolm X. I would be perfectly fine if Martin Luther King didn't die by the hands of the FBI. I'd be perfectly fine if Fred Hampton didn't die by the Chicago police. Again, if you don't believe me, look it up because there are documents saying that the government ordered hits on these people. And, oh, I'm, let, me, let me tell everyone my favorite quote that I saw the other day. And it's from the, um, the, the owner of Fox News. On November 3rd, 2020, our dilemma, that's what he called it, the own, uh, Robert Murdoch, that's Rupert Murdoch. In November 3rd of 2020, he said, if we announce on November 3rd that Trump lost, then we will see a 50% drop in viewers and we will lose millions in advertising fees. He said the solution was we created a fake story that Biden stole the election, in air quotes, to keep our our lower IQ viewers returning every day. It worked. We generated millions while CNN told the truth and lost millions in advertising revenue. What you didn't what you don't understand. He said, I started Fox News to get rich. When we got sued, our lawyers made it very clear we are not journalists. We are entertainers. We are here for ratings and that the formula retains views. And it is very proficient. And if you want real news, then go to CNN. I don't care. But here's the other thing. The elections that just happened and um, MSNBC didn't air the winning of the New York 
the New York mayor or what was the other? The New Jersey mayor. They didn't air them because they're people of color and one was a woman. <laughs> and it's like, hmm, what's the agenda? <laughs> so, again, these are issues that we have to try to solve, but nobody wants to solve because not their problem. Two, one country, two systems. That's what I love to say, but at the same time, don't like to say. So, for instance, Alan Russell was arrested for having 1.5 ounces of pot. He was sentenced to life in prison. Derek Chauvin murdered a man in broad daylight, sentenced to 22 years. Which one's black, which one's white? You tell me. Okay, another thing I want to talk about is kind of like the police budgeting. So here's a layout of one of the biggest cities in the in the nation of their budget. The mayor's Budget in 2020 to 2021. This is the proposed budget. Okay, the LAPD would receive three billion in the mayor in the mayor's budget. Okay, and what would that three billion be going towards? Fifty three percent to the police. Okay, LA, the biggest homeless population ever, and only six point one percent in parks and recreation is going to that. The city attorney is getting three point one percent. Um, let's see, 7.7% is going towards public work, sanitation, street services, uh, engineering, contract, admin, capital improvements, building and safety, planning. And that's 7.7%. The library is getting 4.6%. The fire, which I'm assuming is the fire and rescue team, the fire department is getting 16.5%. And 8.2% of that is going to other but let me remind you, $3 billion and half of it, over half of it, is going to the police, the LAPD. And if we remember right, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing like, cool. Why are all of these cities still budgeting like the police matter so much? For instance, there it's either all police or no police, and nobody's actually trying to think of a better solution. Like in Minneapolis, there was a bill that was trying to get passed where it, it was... Um, perceived by the Democrats that it would make everything perfect by not having police anymore because, you know, police are the people that kill. But here's the thing. Only people that aren't affected by the police would say that because then what happens? Then those people still have them by the means to do everything that they were still doing, but in under no restrictions whatsoever. So instead of actually trying to help the community, they're just trying to act like they're helping the community. For instance, the city council of Minneapolis is only saying all of this because they want to be in more power. What they don't say is that they're actually adding 12 more seats to people to help police the police. <laughs> and guess who those 12 seats are going towards? The city council members. So they don't care. They just want a better position of power. And they're not actually trying to help us. And all of this is coming out by the police chief himself. He openly came out against this, saying that I understand the problem. By the way, he's black. He said, I understand that there's a problem, but taking rid of the police department is not what it is. And absolutely no one, when they say defund the police, means get rid of the police. We mean defund them, meaning don't let the police have half of a, the mayor's budget and not do anything about it. Literally, they have big bomber tanks that are like they have bayonets. They have AKs, they have all of these weaponries, and it's not needed. What is needed is compassion. What is needed is 
looking someone in the eyes and asking if they're okay from a police officer. What is needed is boots on the ground. The police officers to get out of their car and start to go out there and talk to people because they have a job to do and it's not to talk to each other. They are getting paid by us to try to help us and not kill us. But hey, who am I? <laughs> what do I get to say all of this? Because it makes no sense to some people, but all the sense to some others. But again, what the fuck? Okay, so in the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. A quote by Martin Luther King Jr. I'll say it again. In the end, we will remember not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends. You know how a lot of people just say white silence is violence? They're pretty much quoting MLK there because it is. And if you're not saying anything, start to talk to people. Start to try to understand it and don't act like you're scared because it's just a mindset. Literally everything in this world is a mindset. If you think you can, you can. Nothing else is needed. We need leaders not in love with money, but in love with justice. Not in love with publicity, but in love with humanity. Another quote by MLK, which is very true. All of The same people that are writing the bills for everything, to, for people to make money or people not to make money, are the same people that need that position of power to keep their wealth booming because they're not shit <laughs> they're they're nothing without their position of power and guess what people either care or people don't care and guess what they're winning if that happens but once we all care once we all start to care and realize that we all have a voice and all of it does the same we're not worth three and three quarters of a man anymore then we win and they lose and instead of not taxing the billionaires, why don't we just ask the billionaires for help? For instance, Elon Musk, everyone was saying, like, you need to do this. And I was one of them. I, and then I, I did all this research on the United Nations and saw how fucked up it is. Okay, so Elon Musk, everyone is saying, like, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. He said on Twitter, okay, so if you come up with a plan for, for how... I can help with $6 billion. I'll sell the stock right now. And he said, do it on Twitter so I can see it all. And I'm 100% for that now. Be transparent or else don't do it at all. Because we don't want you to sign any more of those black bills. Those blacked out bills are done. But guess what? They're not going to be done because once someone gets elected, oh, black bills, I'm done with them. The first thing they're going to do is sign a black bill. <laughs> so, And by black bill, I mean pretty much a redacted um, bill that's like just all blacked out except for where your signature is. <laughs> I love this country, but this country doesn't love me. And people need to realize that and get that. And if they don't get that, then cool. So I'm going to talk about, <laughs> this is my favorite thing that I saw. So oh, I think it was November 1st or, yeah, November 1st. There was about 30,000 people that were waiting for JFK's son, JFK Jr., to come down the street. <laughs> and yes, they were all Trump supporters. And yes, JFK Jr. died 22 years ago. <laughs> and yes, they were all very mad after when he didn't show up. <laughs> I'll say that one more time. The president's son, John F. Kennedy's son, that died 22 years ago, did not show up to a rally that was held for him. <laughs> Oh, 
Like it's not. It's it. We're we're far past right and wrong, and it's just com. It's just comedy at this point. <laughs> like there were signs that just that was Kennedy Trump twenty twenty four. Like you know, it's not possible, right? Oh, shut up! And my other favorite thing is people can't say what critical race theory is. They there was a video that also went viral of this white man being interviewed by another white man saying, "So, do you are you for or against critical race theory?" And he said, "Oh, I'm definitely against it. Like, I don't want my grandchildren to be taught blah 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 blah." And then the guy asked him, "So, what is critical race theory?" And he said. Oh, you know, I don't really know, but uh, yeah, you know, it's 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 it. Um, you know that meme where it's like the kid that's looking off, and it's just like he he's trying to answer the question. Um, it's uh, yeah, yeah. That was this old man doing the exact same thing about critical race theory because nobody actually knows what critical race theory is, and it's just something that the Democrats are using as an agenda piece to hopefully help push the black people saying this is what's going to happen and it's like yes this needs to be taught but also (laughs) about you do what you fucking said you were going to do when we elected you huh oh again what they don't realize is it's not like people are now starting to realize thank god that it's not the republicans fault it's not the democrats fault it's both of their faults And like I said in my past episode, how do we still only have two political parties when pretty much every other Western world has four four to eight? So where are we? Where are we going? And what's going to happen? Those are answers. Those are questions that we can answer if we wanted to. But let's just go out drinking and spend our money. Let's go back to our house that we're renting that is half of my paycheck each month. Let's keep my credit score below, below, wait, I almost just highballed it, below 200. <laughs> Let's keep all that because guess what? Fuck the system and the system doesn't know what's good. <laughs> well, if you're actively going against the system, the system's working then because that's, unless you throw yourself into the system, then the system's losing. But hey, welcome to America. The place where it's equal opportunity. But hey, if you're a person of color, just so you know, we used to call you savages. (laughs) But welcome. And oh, if you're not from this country, and you are specifically from Mexico, we will call you aliens. And thank God we're not Demi Lovato. Because, again, Demi Lovato... I don't want to call them aliens because that just is offensive. I like to call them extraterrestrials or ETs. Nobody has fucking met an alien. But hey, let's start to fight for black people. Let's start to fight for Asian people. Let's start to fight for Latinos. Let's start to fight for everyone that's oppressed instead of the people that aren't even on this fucking planet. (laughs) Thank you, Demi, for showing us that you still are on the spoon. (laughs) God. And no, that's not offensive because Lamar Odom, Lamar Odom did not deserve what he got and Demi did not deserve what she got. So, yes, you went on American Idol. Good for you. You can sing. And you're a hot white girl. Oh, you're not hot because extraterrestrials find you attractive. And yes, I called them that as... Oh, whatever. Demi Lovato... 
cool. Keep being you. Stay the fuck away from every single person that has a problem <laughs> that isn't to do with you. Okay, and again, let's just hope that call Julius, the pro board, call them all. Let's get him out of jail because he deserves to not be in jail. And either my next episode or the episode after will be a full story explanation of me being expelled with uh, my first special guest. So let's talk about it. Keep the keep conversations going. And hopefully I will explain more. And you will slowly get to know more about me because I'm slowly figuring more and more of this out while doing doing it at the same time. I'm trying to figure out how I can show little bits about myself while also showing history while also sh- trying to relate it all together. So let's keep doing it. Okay. Don't have too much fun without me.